Hello everyone, how are you? It's Pastor Rod here in Tokyo, Japan, and we are celebrating 19 years as Lifehouse. Yay! Come on, get those balloons going and the, yeah, all that stuff. It's amazing. It's time to rejoice. It's time to give thanks. It's time to remember and also to, to know where we are right now. And, and I've, I've called this message today, God's amazing, joyful roller coaster ride. And it's just seemed like that for these 19 years, ups and downs, ins and outs and thing, things that we give thanks for and things that we just had to battle through. But with God, we are good. And I pray that you are good or Lifehouse people all over, all over uh, Asia and the world right now. And I remember when we started all those years ago, there was just Viv and myself and at that time, our little boys, Monty and Richie and and 13 Australians and a, a middle-aged Japanese couple and together we were Lifehouse. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing start way back then and today. Wow, look at what's happened. We're all over Japan. We have um, so many campuses and then communities. Have a look at this. Have a look all over Japan and reaching out to Japanese people that we love so much and all the foreigners here as well that we love so much. And, and together we are Lifehouse and then into other nations around other nations around Asia and um, even into USA and now into a, a little bit into Africa and Europe as well. We are Lifehouse. This has been the most amazing roller coaster ride ever. And I, I just want to tell you a, a little story about um, when we first came to Japan and we first went to Disneyland. How many like Disneyland? Yay! And uh, I'm sure you all do, or most of you do, except for the queuing up for the rides. But anyway, I remember we went there and and we, Monty and Richie were talking about the roller coaster ride. The, the, I think it was called Big Splash Mountain or something like that. Is that right? Anyway, you know the one. If I get it wrong, sorry. But you know the one, the roller coaster, and then at one point it comes through a tunnel and then splash into the water. Hopefully we don't get wet, but we might. And um, it's a famous roller coaster ride. Well, that was all exciting, except that when Richie went for the first time, he was probably only four or five years old. And uh, when he went there, there was a height level. You had to be above a certain height to get onto that roller coaster ride. Well, you can imagine his disappointment. Well, he's, he's a long way under that mark. And his little face was so sad that he, he, he couldn't go. And he, he was appealing to me, Dad, you got to let them tell him I, I can go on. And I'm big enough. I'm <laughs> but he couldn't go on there. No one was going to let him. So... I remember we, we said, well, we, you can go on some other rides. And he said, what sort of rides? And, and uh, one of them was the teacups, the teacups. And Viv was very happy to take him on the, the teacup ride, even though that was a little bit of a, a fast movement too. And I, I can remember Richie not wanting to go on the teacups, you know, <laughs> the, the unhappiest kid at Disneyland that day, <laughs> sitting there. What are, what are we doing on the teacups? I want to be on the roller coaster ride. <laughs> and uh, Viv was enjoying, and Richie wasn't enjoying so much. I still remember that. I remember, Dad, why can't I go on the roller coaster ride? Well, the day came a couple of years later where he, he just was just about able to, to reach the height to go on the, um, the roller coaster ride. I remember him as. Just, as tall as he could stand, maybe on his tippy toes, probably to to try and just just touch that, and and, and I think it was just under. But the kind man there said, "Oh, you, yeah, your hair is probably touching, and 
you can go on the roller coaster ride. And Richie just was, was so excited. And Monty was enjoying this whole episode as well, watching his little bro, hey, going to come on the roller coaster ride. Well, we went on Big Splash Mountain, Viv and me and Richie and Monty together for the very first time. And I remember going up the, the click, 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 up the, waiting for the first drop, you know, the first drop over the the roller coaster and it's up there and the tension's rising and all of a sudden we we down and I remember I remember you know Monty ah ha, ha, and, and Richie going yeah look, look, look at me you know <laughs> I think that was his greatest uh, feeling that I'm on the roller coaster because I'm a big boy now and uh, if Richie's watching this I'm sure he is because he's part of Lifehouse Richie I hope you, <laughs> you remember this He's probably thinking, no, it didn't happen that way, Dad. But anyway, I'm, tell- I'm telling the story, okay? So uh, we love you, Rich. And, um, but he really was so excited to be on that roller coaster. And that first time we told him about the splash and get ready for the splash. And, and he was ready and we went to the splash. And he went, yeah, yeah, that wasn't too bad, you know. And, uh, he's a big boy now, right? And, um, and you know, at the end of, of those rides, they take a photograph that you can buy. And you can buy for your family. And the funny, the funny thing was probably to watch all our four faces. Monty would have been going, yay. Richie would have been going, yeah. And Viv was, ah. <laughs> and I was probably just enjoying the whole moment. And um, as we got out, everyone was saying, let's do it again. Let's do it again. In fact, I watched other people say the same thing. Sometimes there was a girl screaming the whole way with her, a Japanese girl with a Japanese boyfriend screaming the whole way, and they got out and she said, let's do it again. And um, there's just something, something there that even though there's ups and downs and there's scary parts and there's good parts, I, I believe that, that um, our time in, in Japan and Lifehouse has been a bit like a God's roller coaster ride. In fact, it's been an amazing, joyful roller coaster ride. I remember early on, we, we, we began to set our, our culture as a church. and said, we've got to have a, a church of joy. You know, a lot of people come out of sad homes and we've got to have a place of joy. That's why we called it Life House. Just in case you're wondering, it's a house of life, a house of joy. We could have called it maybe Joy House, although that probably doesn't relate so well. But, but Life House is a picture where people can come and meet. And even while we're, we're not meeting physically, we can still have life house in our lives and, and uh, be part of what God's plan is. But we, we said we wanted to have a life, a house, a church full of joy. And so we've just started in joy and we've continued in joy. There's been hard times. There's been all sorts of times. You know, joy doesn't mean always smiling on the outside. Joy is an issue of being close to Jesus, of feeling God's grace, of feeling God's favor, of feeling that God is our Father and we are His children. Come on. This is true joy, to know the God who made us and purposed us and is with us and is for us. Come on, folks. This is what joy is. It's not all the externals. It is a closeness to God and His purpose for our lives. And I remember Pastor Chris Hodges came to our church a few years ago, one of our great friends in America. We really honor Pastor Chris in, in uh, Highlands. And he came into and our pulpit and, and all the, the young people were listening and waiting for his first words. And, and he just got up and said, oh, I love this church. He said, oh, I can tell you what this church is. And everyone leaned forward. And he said, I can tell you what this church is. And everyone leaned forward further. He said, this is 
a church of joy. And everybody went up, yay, cheering and clapping and shouting. And, and that doesn't mean that our lives are always good all the time, but it means that we're, we're feeling close to God. This is Lifehouse, and I, I pray, Viv and I pray that you would feel the presence of God, the love of God, the joy, realizing this is the way it is. And, you know, when, when we, we, we look at Jesus sending out his disciples, it was like us starting 19 years ago. I want to come to a, a scripture here, and I'm going to read from Luke chapter 10. In Luke 9, Jesus had just sent out 12 disciples. They did really amazing. And then Jesus in, in Luke 10 sends out 72 others. It's called an increase. It's called a, uh, an addition. A, uh, uh, it, it's an amazing thing. In chapter 10, I want to talk about this amazing, joyful roller coaster ride that Jesus invites the 72 in and he, he sends them out. And I'm going to read here in, in, in verse 1. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two in teams, in twos, sent them ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. And I remember when Jesus chose Viv and I to come to Japan and Viv gave, uh, sorry, the Lord gave Viv a, a picture of a, a big wave. She called it tsunami. She said, Rod, I, I had a vision of a tsunami. It was a God vision. It was scary. There it is. It was scary, but it was good. It, it was so big that, that she said, what is that? And, and God spoke to her and said, don't be afraid. It's me. It's big and it's coming soon. And soon after, we realized God was calling us to the nation of Japan and, and other nations now. And, but back then, we, we just saw Japan. And, and uh, it's like the Lord appointing us to go into the labor field. And I want to tell you that living in the purposes of God is the greatest joy you can have apart from knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus and then knowing why you were born. Why you were born, why you're on the planet. It's called purpose. It's called reason. It's called cause. It's called a, 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 something to get up for, something to live for, something to look forward for. And a church is part of that great purpose of God being, being two by two, Jesus sent them, not one by one. Two by two teams of people. And, and, and I remember the, the joy of feeling that God had called us to this beautiful nation of Japan. And, and God has called you folks, wherever you are, whichever nation you're watching from, I want to tell you, God has a call on your life. God loves you. He's for you. He is your father. He is, he is he, he's just amazing. And he's calling you, come on, come on the roller coaster ride. Come on, come on in. There's room for everybody in the roller coaster ride. In verse chapter 2, Jesus said to them, The harvest is, is plentiful, the people out there are plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And I want to tell you that the harvest is good. I'm looking out the window here in Tokyo I'm, and I'm saying, The harvest is good. The people are good. And I've, I've discovered not just Japan, but in Korea and China and Hong Kong and, and, and Vietnam and India and, and uh, Thailand and Indonesia and all the places where I've lived, the Philippines and, and Taiwan and, and Singapore and, and USA and, and Australia. Yay! And, and all the places. I want to tell you it's true that the harvest is plentiful. It's ready. It's ripe. But the workers are few. And that's why God is calling us to partner. And when we came to Japan, we saw the people and we said, do you know Jesus? They said, no. Who is he? In fact, someone actually said, Jesus? 
is he American? And the answer, of course, is no. Uh, he's actually from Israel. He's Jewish. But um, he lived 2,000 years ago. But people did not know this wonderful news of Jesus. And we've come here to tell them, and you're with us on this journey to tell them about Jesus. And I remember being here, it was three and a half months before we saw our very first Japanese person say, I'd like to receive Jesus today. And that day was the most wonderful day when we realized that the harvest is plentiful and just need some workers to tell them that God is good and His, His love is there for you. And he, he, Jesus died and rose again. And so we love the harvest. We, we love Japan. We, we could have lived in many nations. God has called us here, but we love your nation. We love your people. We love people of all color and size and, and age. And <clears throat> hey, hey, we're called because the harvest is so amazing. Jesus then said in verse 3, Go to the disciples, the 72, go. I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. Whoa. This is the first like, really? This is like a, almost sounds negative, Jesus. And what Jesus is saying is be warned. Not everyone is a good person. Not everyone in this world is a good person. There's some people that are wolves and they want to tear. And, you know, Jesus said these words. He said in, 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 Matt, in, in John 10.10, 10, he said, The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come they might have life. And so we see this, this separation that we have to understand that not everything is good for us. And as growing disciples in the group that God calls, we must understand there are some scammers and some people with a false message, and we've got to start to get discernment and things that take away our joy and things that bring confusion are things that we need to avoid. That's what Jesus said. I'm sending you out. I'm with you. It's like uh, Psalm 23 where Jesus, where, where, sorry, not Jesus, the Old Testament, where, where it says that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be behind. I, I shall not miss out. So stay close to the shepherd. There's enemies out there, but don't let that stop you. Jesus said these, these words then in, in the next verse, in verse 4. He said, don't take a purse or bag or sandals and don't greet anyone on the road. And, and what this is talking about is supply. And, and Jesus is saying, don't worry about supply. God is our supply. God's call is our provision. God has always been amazingly faithful faithful even in the down the roller coaster downtime god was there for us and i remember coming to japan and, and we brought a few things with us and but we didn't have any uh electricals no fridge or washing machine we had nothing we had no money and um people in in japan were sort of saying why, why did you come with such little finance and and that wasn't the plan that wasn't the way it was supposed to be but that's what happened and we just prayed, Viv and I prayed. And one day uh, we got a phone call. It was in the first couple of weeks in Japan, a phone call from someone we did not know. And they said, our grandma is moving out of her apartment into a nursing home. Would you like to come and take whatever you want out of the house? Now in Australia, when you get that call, old people, often the furniture and the fridge is old, right? But when we got there, it was like we walked into a brand new apartment of things, 
of, of couches and, and, and sheets and blankets and futons and, and, um, and pots and pans. And yes, a beautiful big fridge. It looked brand new. And a washing machine. It looked new. And a rice cooker. Yay! We need a rice cooker for Japan. And it, 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 it was new. And we couldn't believe it. And we said, we'll take all these things. And the family said, thank you. They are yours. And so we, we had to haul them off. But we got a house full of stuff. It was, and since that time to this, we've never been called up for that again. It was that first time. We also didn't have money for our boys' education in a, in a, in a um, school here, a Christian school. And a friend in America, a pastor friend, Pastor Bayless, actually, and uh, he, he contacted me and said, uh, Rod, um, uh, a couple in our church who are from Japanese background have said, We'd, we heard there's a group in Japan. Can we help them? And so he said, could they help you? And I said, well, we haven't got any money for our kids' education. So he talked to them and they wrote to us, said, we would love to support your kids' education for two years. We didn't know them. We have never met them, but we want to say thank you. Maybe they're watching today. But you know, God's vision is God's supply. We have to realize that in the roller coaster, there is going to be ups and downs in this area, but we've got to have faith in the Lord. Jesus then said to his disciples, I love this one. He said, when you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. And if someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you. That's a good one for Japan, I tell you. It's really good food. For the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. And when you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. I remember... Uh, well, let me first of all say I love Japanese food. I love the ramen and the uh, tempura. Oh, I'm making you hungry now, aren't I? Anyway, uh, but I remember when I first came, a, a Japanese pastor looked at me and he said, you're not a real missionary. And I said, well, what's a real missionary? And he said, a real missionary eats special food. And I said, oh, okay. And he took me to a restaurant and it had a big aquarium full of fish and octopus uh, living live. And he said, if you're, a real, if you're a real missionary, you're going to eat live octopus. And I went, what? And uh, so I went, okay. And so they picked out, sorry, folks, this is not going to be good for some of you. But anyway, picked out an octopus, put it on the table and cut it up in front of me. Whoa. And said, eat it. And the thing was moving on the plate. I mean, I, mean, I wonder how many of you Japanese would eat that. I don't know. Uh, they're laughing in this room. Maybe they're thinking, whoa. And so I picked up the littlest piece I could find without any eyes on it. And uh, see, there was two eyes. And uh, picked up a little piece and just a little bit. And oh, yeah, it's really good. Really like it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said, wow, you really are a missionary. And uh, <laughs> I can honestly say I've never eaten another one since. Um, but I've eaten all sorts of food. But, I, but, but when I go to people's homes and, or, or go out together for, for dinner and we get some uh, you know, yakiniku, which is barbecued beef and, uh, from Korea or the Japanese ramen, which are famous. People come from all over Asia just to Japan to eat ramen. It's true. Some of you are those people. I know. Some of you from Southeast Asia. Some are, I know. I know. I met you. And so the famous Japanese food. So this scripture says... Speak peace over people and eat their food. This is a good thing. You would agree. This is a good thing. When I go to India, yay, I love the curries. Or Thailand, yay. Indonesia, the, the nasi goreng. and the, the, 
I, I love it all. And I think that we need to rejoice in this roller coaster that we're with people from different nations and different food and different back. This is the joy because heaven is going to be like that a little, well, a lot like that. And uh, Jesus has called us into this roller coaster with other people of other, fa- of other, of other nations and flavors. And that was the word I was trying to get flavors. And it is a really good thing. Find people of peace. Called connect groups, called dream teams, called called just finding people and 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 pray together, love each other, and uh, this is Lifehouse. This is what we do. We we meet together, we eat together. It's a really good thing. Jesus then said, and we're almost uh, coming to an end. Just a couple of things here. He then gave them the message and the the style. He said to them, "Heal the sick who are there, and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. The kingdom of God has come near to you." And as a, a foreigner living in Japan, I've, I've had the greatest joy of telling Japanese, you may not know God, but He is close to you. You may not have heard about Jesus, but I'd like to tell you because He has a plan for you. Here in Japan, the, the greatest scripture over these 19 years, of, apart from just speaking about Jesus, which is the main thing, but there's a scripture in Jeremiah 29:11 where God says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to give you a future and a hope and not for evil and as we presented that to the japanese there's always been this uptick or this uptake this this lift this this recognition sometimes even a tear in the eye as people start to for the first time realize that there is a god with a plan and this god made them created them with purpose and and with 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 the desire that they would become sons and daughters of god through jesus christ this has been the joy we've been praying for the sick we've seen so many thousands of people healed from many many things and and we were not just me of course not the whole church praying for the sick praying for the injured praying for the wounded and seeing the the power of god and telling people god is close to you and i want to say to you today if you've been away from god god is still close to you he's calling you back if you don't know him yet god is close to you and you can pray a prayer and ask god to come into your life This is the essential message that God has given Lifehouse. Hey, with joy, God is close to you. Come on, give God a big praise. And the last thing in this scripture, Jesus gives them a bit of a warning. He says, not everyone's going to receive you. When you enter a town and are not welcomed, go to the streets and say, even the dust of your town, we wipe from our feet as a warning to you. Be sure of this, the kingdom of God has come near and over 19 years we've had to wipe the dust of rejection off not everybody has received our message folks not everybody you know that but i want to say that i'll still tell them that god loves you god can help you i'm going to wipe off rejection and i'm going to be ready to help some more people yeah you too come on lifehouse people we got to wipe off the disappointments of the past and say god i want to be used i want to be available because we're going to meet some more amazing people come on give god a big praise and when they came back to jesus it says here in luke 10 17 the 72 returned with joy joy come on joy they returned with joy even though it was a roller coaster even though there was some wolves out there or some rejection out there there's a lot of joy because there's a lot of good people and a lot of good good things and people getting saved and people being healed and people being blessed and marriages and children and this is the church they returned with joy and said even the demons submit to us in your name and jesus replied and said i saw 
Satan fall like lightning Boom. from heaven. And I've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Listen to what Jesus says. However, don't rejoice that those evil spirit guys, that those things submit to you. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And friends, I want to tell you that joy is close, being close to God and knowing that when we die, we're going to be in the, the presence of joy forever and ever and ever. And with Jesus and with other people of, of, of similar faith and most amazing experience. And we're tasting a little bit of that joy here right now. And I finish here with what happened to Jesus because some of you need to understand just how much Jesus is with us on this roller coaster ride. Even though we might seem to be alone sometimes, we're not. He's with us in the, in the roller coaster. Don't get out. He's with you in the good times and the bad. And it says this, verse 21. It's one of the most amazing scriptures in the New Testament. It says, at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, and he, he starts praying to the Father in heaven. He says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you are pleased to do. And Jesus goes into this rejoicing mode. Now, the word used here is very unusual. It actually, and I can't act out Jesus because he is too amazing, but he's jumping for joy. The word is to jump or leap like, like water coming out of the ground. That's the actual picture. It's an Old Testament word too, where King David starts praising God and he starts saying, I'm going to jump for joy. I'm going to jump for joy. I'm going to bubble up with joy. Well, that's the word. It says Jesus saw the disciples coming back and Lifehouse or whatever church you're part of, when we do the will of God, Jesus is rejoicing. It says when, when one sinner repents, all of heaven rejoices. We have a rejoicing Jesus. And I love the, 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 the recent um, TV series, The Chosen, because it shows a happy Jesus with the walking with the disciples and laughing and, 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 and enjoying, enjoying seeing people growing. And, and I, I love when Jesus is just with, is with people and interacting with people and is just smiling and rejoicing. Well, well, this is another picture of that when the disciples come back and I, I can't explain it, but the picture on Jesus' face is such jumping, bubbling up joy. As I bring this to a conclusion today, after 19 years, I want to tell you we're still a church of joy. Come on, we're still a church of joy. Come on, we're still a church of joy. I love that. And Jesus, when He went to the cross, the Bible says in Hebrews 12 that He went to the cross because of the joy set before Him when He rose again and appeared to disciples. We have a, a joyful God. We have a, a, a wonderful, a wonderful God. And I've called this message the amazing, joyful roller coaster ride. Life is not always up. It is sometimes down. And I just want to read one last scripture. I'm going, to, I'm going to put it in here. It's Psalm 30, verse 5. It says, weeping may stay through the night, but there's going to be rejoicing in the morning. And friends, if you are down, I want to tell you, God is going to lift you up. And wherever you are on that roller coaster ride today, God is with you. He is for you. We've been going 19 years and the best is yet to come. Let me pray for us. Lord, I want to thank you that you're with us on this amazing, joyful roller coaster ride. It's not always easy, but you're always with us and your power and your joy is in our families, in our lives, in our churches. And I pray, Lord, I pray that as we move forward, 
even in this pandemic time, Lord, there's going to be joy in people's hearts. I speak joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy. There might be weeping in the night, but there's going to be joy in the morning. And I pray people will receive this, this favor and grace of joy of, of being with you in all your goodness. I pray for blessing on all our people and anyone watching today in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, church. 19 years. 19 years is amazing. And today, maybe there's some people that would say, I'll come back to Jesus or I'd like to know Jesus. I'm going to count to three and you can say, I want to receive Jesus. You ready? You ready? Counting to three. One, two, three. Lord, I pray people would open their hearts and say, I need Jesus. Please forgive me, Jesus. Come into my life and I will follow you. Amen. Come on. Praise God. Well, 19 years and counting. Come on, let's go out into an amazing future roller coaster ride with the Lord. God bless you.